Hello, everybody, and good day to all of you listeners out there. Thank you for making us a part of your day today. It is another edition of the Akron FBC Daily Devotional Podcast, a daily podcast where we get together and read and study God's Word. And we are in a series right now going over the book of Ephesians. We're trying to find our identity in Jesus Christ. And the way we are doing that is by going over this epistle verse by verse and word by word. And so far, we have covered... Um, almost all of Ephesians chapter 1. We covered the first 14 verses of Ephesians 1 last week and then uh, a little bit of this week as well. And now we have been focusing on the first prayer of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 1 and verses 15 through 23. There are two prayers recorded in the book of Ephesians and this is the first one in Ephesians 1. And the Apostle Paul is praying to God for the saints at Ephesus and for us to be able to understand and comprehend who they are in Jesus Christ. And this would be described as a prayer of enlightenment. That's what this prayer is all about. Enlightenment, understanding, and comprehension of who we are in Christ. And in this prayer, there are four things that the Apostle Paul requests that we may be able to understand. And we're going to look at those four things for the next four days. And the first thing that he prays for is found in verse 17 of our text. And his request is, number one, that we might know God. That's what he's dealing with today. And we see that in verse 17. The Bible says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, this, of course, is the highest knowledge possible, knowing God, right? The atheist claims that there is no God for us to know. And the agnostic states that if there is a God, we cannot know him. But the Apostle Paul has met God in the person of Jesus Christ, and he knows that a man really can't understand much of anything else without a knowledge of God, right? So Paul's prayer is for us to grow in our knowledge of him, to grow in our knowledge of God. And that really should be our number one desire in life. Our desire should be to know God more and more. And this was the Apostle Paul's number one desire. We see his number one desire in Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 10. The Apostle Paul is in prison and he gives us his number one desire in that verse. And this is what the Bible says there. The Apostle Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. The Apostle Paul said that I may know him. Now, when the Apostle Paul penned these words, he was not speaking of a casual knowledge of God or simply knowing Jesus as Savior. No, he was speaking of an intimate and a deep knowledge of God. It was to really know Jesus in an abiding and intimate relationship. And that should be our desire as well, right? We can know God in an intimate and a personal way through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus Christ longs to know you And we ought to long to know him in that same way. John Milton said it this way. He said, the end of all learning is to know God and out of that knowledge to love and imitate him. And you and I as Christians, we have an opportunity to develop a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Think about how amazing that is. We can know Jesus on a personal level and we can know Jesus on a powerful level. 
And knowing the person of Jesus Christ means that we spend time with him, right? We are sensitive and obedient to his voice. We set aside time to know him. And every single Christian should have a desire to know Jesus Christ in that life-shaping way. F.B. Meyer went on to say this on the matter. He said, we should never rest until we know him as we know our friends and are able to read without speech the movements of his soul, right? We should long to know God in that way. And we find out in the scriptures that we can know God in a personal way. We can know God in an intimate way, and we can know God in a perfect way, personally, increasingly, and perfectly. That's the way we can know God. Now, to know God personally is salvation. We see that in John 17, 3. To know God increasingly is sanctification. We see that in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. And to know God perfectly is glorification. Those are the three ways we can know God. And one of the reasons why knowing God is so important is because we are made in the image of God. And since that is the case, the better we know God, the better we know ourselves and the better we know each other. That is our identity, right? And remember, this is all about our identity. That's what this series is about, knowing who we are in Christ. And the more we know God, the more we know us because our identity is not in ourselves. It is in Almighty God through Jesus Christ.